welcome to no right no wrong my name is ct dice and this is the third part of my conversation with fadzi on friendship i know this is a general conversation when people talk about friendship so i'm mm-hmm. going to bring it up anyway i know we're talking generally about um, friendships and we stick more to male to male friendship and female to female friendship mm-hmm. but i just want to dive in before we're done with this to platonic friendships mm-hmm. so we're gonna keep it out of there just exclusively um excluding rather um sex or family i would say can you have platonic friendships with your family they're already your family so yeah, yeah no no so no it would be a little weird if you did it <laughs> that's another that's another conversation no, but yes so basically platonic uh, relationships uh, mm-hmm. or platonic friendships um, between men and women let's just start with the obvious question mm-hmm. in your opinion is it um sustainable i don't know i will say one thing right from the beginning when it comes to platonic friendships i think it depends who you are and this is something i've learned for myself um in myself and also just by being in a relationship with someone who is very good at platonic friendships the way you are encultured affects a lot so to explain that the way you grow up viewing friendships between men and women and being in friendships with if you're a guy girls if you're a girl guys affects how you would answer that question yeah. personally for me i don't think so okay. i've never thought so i think when you say you don't think so you, you, I don't, you don't think it's sustainable no i don't think it's sustainable okay. and i'll say this because right now today in 20 years i might have a different opinion in two hours i might have a different opinion but right now so far my experience has been that it's not possible because what happens with friendship and i think as human beings we have a problem with drawing lines you know what i mean human beings aren't very good at drawing lines a certain proper boundaries yeah so for me already to put yourself in a situation where you could potentially become really close to a guy and i don't know for me it doesn't work i just don't see how in simple terms generally for me it's a no (laughs) yeah and it's it's not a black or white question no it's it's not it's it's literally a question based on how you approach it an opinion Mm -hmm. Um, but if i had to give an answer generally Mm -hmm. i would say no but i think it's not feasible to look at a relationship between a man and a woman platonically being sustainable over a long time just because of what we want as human beings and the kind of changes that occur over time and the way connections and stuff like that and emotions can play a part i agree so there are many factors you can try to set your boundaries you can try to be you know have a mental um, opinion about how you look Mm -hmm. at it but in terms of generally sustaining that over a long period of time i think it's i don't pretty, think it's sustainable i don't think it's sustainable I, I agree but it's a question that everybody talks about yeah um, i also think even if you think about the nature of like if you were to say today oh i'm getting married yada yada like the person you're going to spend your life with your spouse we have this thing where we're like oh i'm marrying my best friend you know what i mean a lot of people would say they want to marry yeah okay yeah before okay go ahead finish your point i have a question for that yeah so for me like the layers of friendship and like a relationship so i'm talking about emotional 
like you can talk to them you can confide to them they're there for you for me if i let's say i'm someone's wife yeah. and i'm all of that right yeah. why does my husband need a female best friend so but this is where it was very interesting because i have to play devil's advocate here because uh-huh. the way i look at it in general when it comes to people's needs one person cannot or i don't expect one person or i find it very hard to put the expectation or people put an expectation on one person mm-hmm. to satisfy multiple needs in their life but what and one of them is best need? friend no best friend that's a need that like i'll call it a sense of community or however so what i'm looking at is even though somebody is your spouse mm-hmm. right is it every conversation you want to have with that person yes. i know some people want to be <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even yes so <laughs> what i mean by that is what if there are some conversations the person feels more comfortable talking to scouting quotes their best friend why because they have history for example uh, for example they have history they get it what i call that yep. is opening the door to let mm. the devil in okay <laughs> finish that's it full stop period we're done it doesn't make sense to me because if i'm married what on earth on this god's green earth can my husband talk to susie about that he can't talk to me about the things that you don't agree with are not supportive of and would not allow him then we shouldn't be married i think that's where the problem starts isn't that a huge requirement to ask of another person even though it's marriage it's hard for one person to encompass everything that you're looking for or wanting to have a conversation about or interested in okay i'll ask again then and by the way while we're on the subject i believe that fidelity is as much physical as it is emotional by the way okay yes your spouse can cheat on you emotionally that's Mm. a thing as a guy yes Uh, no physical and emotional cheating yes yeah so something like that this is why i have a problem with talking about how um maybe there's things they can't say to you that they can say to someone else that's emotional stuff right so that's that's emotional infidelity it is because now you're opening the door to create a space where you can have and we're using intimate here in the right sense of the word um where we're creating a space where my husband can go over to Susie's house they're sitting there they're talking it's a very intimate space he's telling her things that are vulnerable that are emotional what's the next thing that's going to happen that emotional connection that they have that we he can't have all of that in me he's not building it with another woman i'm not building it with another man so one thing that's interesting with that conversation Mm -hmm. is yeah he's building with another woman or man in this conversation but are we saying do people truly understand that when you get into marriage or something like that you're giving up stuff no. because for people that don't want to give up anything people nowadays don't want to so but they don't get that but that's the tough thing yeah it if is. you're not willing to give up something yeah i don't think one person can truly and what i mean by that is it's interest what i'm talking about is interest let's mm-hmm. say you're an astrologist mm-hmm. you marry somebody that doesn't give a damn about astrology mm-hmm. does that mean you can't have intimate and passionate conversations no that's not an intimate about, conversation you, oh, okay maybe that's no. not a good example let's say yeah let's say you're not someone that likes being vulnerable Oof, don't get married 
and then you get married and your spouse is looking to have vulnerable conversations and unfortunately it's with the opposite sex no let us build healthy relationships so we can build healthy marriages if we are dating and i'm dating i have my boyfriend his name is milo i'm dating milo we've been together for four years along the way i realize milo likes to open up and talk about his feelings and i don't yeah and we don't address that and we get married we're stupid because we need to either i have to learn how to become someone who can create a space he can be himself or he has to learn to be the kind of person who can do certain things that are not in his nature for the sake of our relationship good point sacrifice yeah that's that's a good point but we can't then be like okay milo since i don't like talking about feelings mm, sorry honey go talk to Susie about your feelings i'll see you later no that's not okay that's not okay milo likes to take pictures he meets a colleague at a picture fair they talk about aperture and lighting and this shot that's fine they can go on and on what if they connect in I'm a okay. very deep no see that's sense. that's where boundaries come in and that's where you need to be careful that when you're building relationships or friendships with the opposite gender you have boundaries because you can open up emotional doors that you don't need to open we don't need to touch emotional stuff if i i like to bake if i'm a pastry chef and i meet a male pastry chef if our conversation ever takes a turn from flour, we're going the wrong way. But it's a conversation. No, we see, not talked about the producer or this, the owner of the flour company, and this, then you moved into how they were. No, these are the boundaries we're talking about. Even think about it, CT. You can't actually take that turn from a professional conversation to a personal one without making the decision to. Okay. There's no way we can be here talking about something professional and strictly professional and then suddenly you're telling me about how um you're vulnerable in the situation because that's what they're dealing with in life at that moment and they, they, they yearn for someone then they can talk someone to. opened a door they shouldn't have or someone let someone open a door they shouldn't have if we're talking about pastry there's this french chef he's a pastry chef we're here one thing we're talking about and did you see what the quality the quality of butter and the butter you should be yeah. using in pastry and then he says a comment, man, I wish my wife... Ah, I'm out. I don't want to hear that. Mm. I don't care what you wish your wife but this did. Guy That's is a, none of my business. But it's a great chef. No, because now you're opening conversations that I have no part to be in. That's vulnerable stuff. That's emotional stuff. As human beings, we, we know... You know what? We're lazy. We're so lazy. You can't be strong enough to not have a certain conversation for the sake of preserving your marriage or your relationship. Mm. Come on. You know? A lot of people are trying to avoid a lot of things in my opinion. And that's our problem. Yep. So for me, the issue of we come back to friendships with people of the opposite gender. It's very easy to cross the line. And I say this because as human beings, we're emotional people, yeah. right? I have a problem with people just being okay with opening certain doors to like ah. someone of the opposite gender. Because, again, in the spirit of using the word intimacy in the right way, you create spaces where you're vulnerable. You're seen, you're heard, you know, you had a rough day at the office, you come and you vent. Mm -hmm. What you're doing there is you're building something and you don't think you are. To you, you're just opening up to someone who gets you. But you know, it's that today 
and then tomorrow it's like I actually prefer coming here more than I prefer going home. Yeah. Awkward. But no. I actually, no, you prefer no. it. It's, you're having Why? a good time. No, you're see, able to be vulnerable. And now your good time is going into a bad time. Before you know it, you're in a space that's just really awkward to navigate out of. And maybe let's not even talk about it in the context of um, marriage. Because that's us assuming, you know, these people are married. For me, oh, marriage yeah. is a whole different ballgame. There's okay. no way someone, once you're married, should be going to someone else to confide things that are Personal. emotional and vulnerable like that. That's something that you lost the right to when you made vows, I believe. And I'm not saying that you can't have female friends, but when you sit and have a conversation with your female friend, it's either something I should already know about. I shouldn't then join the two of you at the table and be surprised by what you're telling her because I've never heard it before. That's a problem. <laughs> but if they knew that person before they met you and already had those conversations, that can be a perspective that's different in that scenario. How like, long ago did my husband meet someone that they can have a conversation about something I don't know? Yeah, because let's say it was something that happened when they knew each other back a few years ago and you were not in the picture. And it's that deep enough that it's emotional that they've never told me about it? Probably. That's, Probably for me, that's scary. something fishy, you know? That's scary. Because I'd like to think that by the time we even get to that stage, we, my husband and I have spoken about the most important and key things in his life. That if someone, even if I were to sit down, if someone were to bring up something from my past, it's something that he's heard. It's not the first time. And he's sitting there alarmed, like, oh, really? People these days <laughs> well, this have... this is news to me. People these days have, like... I'm going out of the actual conversation mm-hmm. right now, but we're having um, a bigger past than yeah. ever. And that's because people are getting into relationships much later than they usually um, back back in the days which yeah. creates a, a huge past a bigger timeline to have a past and stuff like that so in my opinion sometimes it's difficult to talk about everything yeah. that has happened in the past right um one other question i wanted to ask about while we're in this conversation of friendship is what do you think about the best friend the title of the best friend okay <laughs> That sounds so ominous, like (laughs) the best friend. Like we mentioned when we're talking about general friendships. I have one saying when it comes to best friends, and this is will probably be my only answer. Make sure your best friend thinks you're their best friend. (laughs) And that's where I'll leave it. Uh, That's pretty much it. That's what I think about best friends. But you agree in the in the um, in the concept of a best friend. Yes, I do. I agree and I believe in best friends. Just make sure your best friend thinks you're their best friend. Don't be best friends with somebody else's best friend. I think that happens a lot. A triangle best friend or... Exactly. It's not even a triangle. It never comes back to you. It's not. It's just a line <laughs> from them to their best friend, and then there's you. It's straight, no. a straight line best friend group. Yeah. No, that's true. I, I I think also another thing with best friendships, effort, right? Yeah. Sometimes people will look at best friends and be like, "Huh," but are you willing to do what their best friend is doing for them? And what yeah. they're doing for their best, best friend, friend yeah. it comes down to effort to their mutual understanding of one another to what they've shared all of that is important yeah. so 
my only thing with best friends just make sure your best friend thinks you're their best friend it's, and usually you know it's it's, right? it's similar to marriage too you, if, exactly. if you're the main chick you better usually or if you're the you main know. guy yeah. you better be the other person yeah. or if you're the wife no you better make sure your husband is your is, thinks you're his wife exactly you better yeah. make sure the other person looks at you at the same way that you look at them right yeah and we joke about that but that's a real thing oh yeah it, like it, it's, it's so thing. important and i think um again we spoke about how are you willing to do what a best friend does you know what i mean yeah because for me if i think about a best friend the level of commitment and the level of sacrifice is more than just a friend. It's the hierarchy. It's the yeah, highest hierarchy in the friend This is someone who's willing. If I needed a liver, like a piece of their liver, they'd uh, give it to me. Really? Is that serious? If they needed a, a kidney, you can live with one kidney, right? Yeah. If they needed a kidney, I'd give them my other kidney. <sighs> is this hierarchy? If I did were a blood match, I would do that. So, so and I think... Where does this rank on the... On the pole, like when it comes to your wife, your kids, your family, like your So when I say best friend, right, for me, I'm always thinking my best friend is a girl. Oh, yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's not, I don't think it's feasible to have opposite sex best friend. Yeah, the relationship then with my best friend is so different from a relationship I imagine with a spouse or whatever. So in terms of hierarchy the way i see it again back to my values god if you get married if you believe in marriage your spouse your your kids okay your best friend okay family family. sometimes even before your family because one thing and this is a conversation you should probably think about having with people family can be the worst and we're tied to them by blood but sometimes we have no business being tied to them which is okay. a very interesting question. How important is blood ties yes. in terms of your relationship? It depends. Because you can for sure be willing to give a piece of your liver to your best friend before you do to your brother or Possibly. your sister. And that just also depends on the relationship. And I'm not saying don't give your brother your a piece of your liver because yeah, you fight. Yeah. No. I'm talking about mutual. Remember we spoke about mutual? Yeah. And not to do it in a self-centered way where I'm like, Oh, my brother's never done anything for me. Why should I give him my liver? But my best friend has. No. I'm talking about when you know the people in your life that are real, that are loyal, that have time and time again shown up and shown you that they mean it when they say they're for you. Is the you know hi- what I it's mean? almost the hierarchy of loyalty. Yeah. Right? So I'm not just talking about superficial stuff here where I'm holding a grudge. No. no. I'm talking about for real at my lowest, they showed up. For real, at my highest, they celebrated with me. And for real, celebrated with me. Not said congratulations, but inside, it was a little hectic for them. Like, yo, why? You know what I mean? What did did you even do to get that? Exactly. These are the things you need to be aware of. I remember I once told a friend that I um, I had been offered a job. I was shocked because what had happened is a few months before... That friend had been promoted at their job. Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah. I mean, I was making noise in the house. I was so happy. We got dinner. We celebrated. I told them I had found a job. I'd been offered a job that was going to be a great job. They were like, wow, that's great, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 
these are things you should watch for these are things you should be like okay um is that my friend sometimes again it's us we'll call someone a friend but we can see how they're acting yeah. open your eyes yeah. okay make sure your friends think you're their friend I think that's the most important thing yeah. um, about this whole, which is the mutual part about yeah. it. There it's are about s- that. There are so many friendships mm-hmm. that the two parties involved have different ideas of what the friendship is. Yeah. To one person, it's what can I get from you? To the other person, oh, I have yeah little community that I feel comfortable in. Mm-hmm. But to the other person, once you lose value in their opinion, or you're not doing something, if you're not actively doing something for them, yeah. you're not... And I think it's important as well for you as a person to decide what kind of friend you are. Yeah. Because we can become very good at pointing out other people and how they suck at being a friend. Are you a good friend? Very important. And that was the part that I also wanted to touch on Mm -hmm. is your responsibility as a friend. Because we've said all these things about how you view, make decisions, the hierarchy of friendships or stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it spins the other way where you have to be evaluated yeah. and vetted and having a communication as yeah. a friend. Are you also open in your communication as a friend? That's are you, true. Are you reliable? The same things we've been expecting of the other people. Are you responding yeah. um, timely? Are you man- trustworthy? Are you trustworthy? The same things yeah. that you're expecting from the other people. Are you in your best effort putting um, doing the same doing the same yeah. thing right and that's something that we sometimes ignore ourselves of yeah. we're so focused on are they a good friend we don't actually ever think about being good friends yeah it's true we're yeah. the ones who don't reply yeah and for two weeks we're the ones who don't pick up and say hi <laughs> and then you say for a year exactly and, and that was my whole yeah. point about the person that was not happy with your their friend for not contacting them but they never actually try to pick Do up anything. it's your responsibility in whatever you call friendship mm-hmm. in a situation i think a lot of people don't hold themselves accountable i know that um 50 50 equality you can't really meet that it's all about what's important right mm-hmm. but i feel like mutual effort and reciprocity yeah. is a must i think that's a must in any like you said at in the beginning, any yeah any sort of interaction, interaction. rapport you're going to have, whether you're going to do business, whether you're going to um, be in a friendship, whether you're going to be in a marriage, whether you're going to be a parent. Parent. If you don't show up, if your business partner doesn't show up, game over. And and that's my opinion about it. Anybody that thinks that um, there isn't a a high responsibility or expectation on mm-hmm. their end in any interaction yeah i think that's absolutely ludicrous like, they're narcissists <laughs> yes that's ridiculous i i always look at it in terms of how we put value yeah it's not it's not equal monetary value it's all about the person you're dealing with mm-hmm. considering the value you bring into their life as what it doesn't have to be equal and yeah. that's the problem a lot of people try to balance relationships and interactions as if it can be equal i called you on the first but when i needed you on the 13th well the 13th yeah. you needed me for like six hours and i was working that day it's not an equal thing yeah. when i needed you just to ask you a question and you were free and, and it was you were a sunday free. afternoon you understand yeah it's You're, different you understand what i mean mm-hmm. these things are not like equal mm-hmm. but we have to always make sure that when you're interacting you do the best of your ability right exactly 
and I've heard yeah. the rhetoric about how would you go into a friendship expecting something. You don't have to expect something, but something has to be given to you. Yes. Nobody should be in this yeah. friendship or anywhere. Because that's how we then end up at a place where we're like, let's define a friendship then. Yeah. Because that's the truth. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't say people should go into friendships or interactions expecting anything necessarily. Yeah. But if you're giving something, you should be getting something. I, it's not about the expectations, mm-hmm. it's about what is actually happening yeah. in that situation. And right? I think people will be surprised when they see just how far things can go with what they would consider basic. Exactly. The basic thing might be what that You'd person be surprised. needs. Exactly. It's absolutely important. To absolutely that surprised how just replying the text will change everything. <laughs> I think sometimes we we get so scared of what we're going to be asked for that we don't do anything. Exactly. Only to find out that the bare minimum <laughs> that we were scared to give was going to be what was going to make the difference all along. That's a good example. You should have just replied your text. That friend that always asks you for money and this time you just wanted to talk. No, honestly. And you're like, yeah. I don't want to reply Now you're like that. thinking in your head, man, okay, this is my time. If I go ahead, oh no. no. I'm like, no. Sometimes just calm down, reply the text message and just see. And just see. Be and, a decent person and just see. And that's where I feel like when you're in the friendship and if it's, um, it's understood, mm-hmm. you being real and keeping it a hundred shouldn't yeah. be ever taken as an offense no. you reply that person and unfortunately that person is calling you for the, what you were worried about mm-hmm. you just tell them no yeah you, you tell them no explain but why it also comes down to who you are exactly and why you're saying no i think some people are scared if you can't no. for real say no because you can't again this whole thing of guys keep it 100 <laughs> okay this whole 99 business is a joke if someone comes to me, my friend, and they're like, oh, um, can I have ABC? And I can't give it to them. I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend exactly. that I can. I that's actually my, can't. That's my point. If you can't do it and yeah. genuinely can't do it, yeah. just say it. And if that person cannot genuinely see that you can't do it, you need to understand, that's, is that really a friendship? Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because if I come and I, I see and I'm told... I really would love to help you for real i would but i can't or i really would love to do this but i can't i'm going to be understanding yeah and that's where you might want to look at other options and that's yeah. where i also put this whole thing that you can't put a huge expectation on just one person and you shouldn't because it's shouldn't. not fair on them ever that's my point if ever. that person really can't do it it's yeah. your responsibility for what you need to look at your other options and yeah. where else you can go. But le- again, let's not be self-centered. Yeah. Let's not take this approach to friendship where it's all about me. That's yeah. And you have to meet those needs no matter what. Exactly. No, that's no. not healthy. No, that's not. I think that's where um, I had a question where can you have too much expectations mm-hmm. on a friend? I think you can. I but think I think can, it yeah. also comes from who you are. Yeah. Um, because if you're a crappy person to begin with, you're gonna go into this with all these expectations and you're not even going to be willing to allow someone else to not be able to. That's not a good person. And that'll be it on the third part of this conversation of friendship with Fatsi. The final part of this conversation will be coming up here soon and thank you everyone for listening.